and we could go on and on. That is tricorder sounds. And this is Will, your sci-fi guy. Welcome. Welcome to Sci-Fi Guy on Substack. And you were listening to the incredible sounds of the tricorder. The portable sensing device used, employed, and carried by Starfleet crews, landing parties, and away teams everywhere. And employed by Starfleet doctors like Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy, Dr. Crusher, and Dr. Bashir, and the hollow doc, right? So there's many props to pick from, from many movies, TV shows. You know, you have your lightsaber, you've got your blaster guns, you got everything, right? Even, even Dr. Who, for you Dr. Who fans, and I count myself as one. Whovians, I believe, with the sonic screwdriver. Pretty nifty device. But if I had to pick, if I had to take one to the desert island, to the fabled desert island, I would pick and take a, a Star Trek tricorder. Now, which um, which version from, from which era? Original series, next generation. Well, the next gen models into Deep Space Nine Voyager were were basically the same. They were very, very similar. Though the first generation, the first um, next-gen season was a little bulkier, I guess a little heavier, bigger. They streamlined them and kind of squared them off. But but I still really do have a real soft spot for the original, the classic original series, the classic Kirk era, Kirk era uh, tricorders. So. But what you know exactly is one? You know, we talk about it. We even, uh, I guess, we can even buy the the playmates, uh, the playmates uh, versions, or the diamond select, or you could you could pony up a lot to the uh, master replicas. I guess you might be able to get them on uh, on uh, eBay, but um, they certainly um, have run out of uh, you know the first uh, wave a long time ago, and now. Uh, these days, we're all waiting for the Wand Company. That's a British uh, company that makes great replicas. They do a Doctor Who screwdriver. They did a phaser. They did a communicator. And the the tricorder, the classic uh, Kirk era, the classic series tricorder, should be coming out, hopefully. I think it, a lot of stuff was delayed with pandemic, getting the chips, I guess labor and such. But the Wand Company should be coming out with one. And I'm on the list. I am definitely on the list to get one. So... But what is it? What exactly is it? So we go to the wiki. It's a sci-fi prop designed for the Star Trek TV series by Hua Cheng. Hua Cheng was the artist. Uh, his name was Hua Ming Chang, a Chinese-American designer, sculptor, and artist. And he worked for Disney for several years as well. I think, I'm pretty sure he designed either the entire or the um, partial of the Time Machine, the great uh, Time Machine movie with Rod Taylor. So, um, again, what is it? It's in, in the universe of Star Trek. It is a handheld device that performs sensor environment scans, data recording, data analysis, and hence the word tricorder, referring to three functions of sensing, recording, and computing. In Star Trek stories, the devices are issued by the fictional Starfleet organization. Don't mess with my Starfleet. It's not fictional. I'll have you know. It's as real as we want it to be, right? But um, there, you, there you have it. So it's a, a recording device, right? It's recording. It's a quarter, so to speak, and it's try for three different um, functions. So 
Um, we go further. It's, a, it's of course, of the 23rd century. Star Trek, the original series, is a black rectangular device with a top-mounted rotating hood, such and such. The top pivots, the, the, the top pivots open, exposing a small screen and control buttons. And, of course, it was uh, modified, as we as we talked about, the uh, the 24th century version introduced in Next Generation is a small gray handheld model with a flip-out panel to allow for the larger screen. This design was later refined with a slightly more angular appearance that was seen in most next-gen era movies as well as later seasons of Star Trek Deep Space Nine and Voyager. In the post-next-gen era, Star Trek Nemesis and Star Trek Elite Force, a newer Trek Carter was introduced. It is flatter with a small flap that opens on top and a large touchscreen interface. Um, it says, yeah, Wad Ming Chang, who created several fut- futuristic props under contract. Some of his designs are considered to have been influ- influential on later real-world consumer electronic devices. For instance, his communicator-inspired cell phone, of course, we're talking about the, you know, the flip top that uh, Kirk and Spock and the, the original crew used. This directly inspired cell phone inventor Martin Cooper's des- desire to create his own form of mobile communication device. Many other companies followed this example, and life-size replicas remain popular collectibles today. The tricorder in the next gen was inspired by the HP 41C scientific calculator. So that's really interesting. So you know, it goes back and forth. Science fiction, fantasy, TV, movies in- influence real world, and real world goes back and gives back to the sci-fi and fantasy. So again, the tricorder in the next generation was initially inspired by the Hewlett Packard 41C scientific calculator. I vaguely remember that. That's a good reminder, right? So what about real tricorders? They talk about, you know, could, uh, could these things be real? And I know for years they had offered, I guess, sort of almost like an X prize, uh, you know, um, money, a monetary prize for people who could actually do it. Um, it says Vital Vital Tech Corporation sold a portable device dubbed the official Star Trek Tricorder Mark One. This was in 1996. Its features were an electron uh, electromagnetic field meter, two mode weather station, a colorometer, a light meter, and stardate stardate clock and timer. The spokespersons for the company claimed the device was a serious scientific instrument. They made about uh, let's see 10,000 units before going out of business although few far than 10,000 were likely ever built. The company, and this is really interesting, with Gene Roddenberry's contract in real life, this is the company was permitted to call this device a tricorder because Gene Roddenberry's contract includes a clause allowing any company able to create a functional technology to use the name. So that's, that's really liberating. So anyone, any company who wants to try to build a real one, they can call it that. Uh, subsequently, in 2007, researchers from from Purdue University publicly announced their portable briefcase-sized DESI-based mass spectrometer, and they announced it as a tricorder. Another company, a, a British biotech company, Quantum, Quantum MDX, was founded to develop the world's first handheld DNA lab, and they again called it a tricorder. So I don't know if they're just jumping on the bandwagon to try to get that branding, but Certainly, uh, it helped. Oh, and then yeah, in 2011, the X Prize Foundation partnered with Qualcomm to announce the Tricorder X Prize, a $10 million incentive to develop a mobile device that can diagnose patients as well as or better than a panel of board-certified physicians. On, t- on January 12, 2012, the contest was officially opened. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they held it. 
Um, and then, oh, and then it's interesting. They said about Android uh, copy for an infringement lawyers for CBS, um, I guess, threatened to sue a Moonblink tried quarter app on the Android uh, Play Store and Android Market by Google. So if you, you know, you try to infringe, you better be careful. You know, I guess, unless you make a real thing, unless you, you design a real thing. And of course, many of the toys and replicas. Um, the first real, the first life-size tricorder was produced by Mego Corporation in 1976, and was actually a cassette tape recorder made to look like a tricorder. In the 90s, Star Trek replicas were mass-produced by Playmates, playing Mantis and Master Replicas, making commercially produced replicas affordable to the average fan for the first time. And then in, two, in the 2000s, Art Assignment and later Diamond Select produced prop replicas of the original tricorder. And also the company Master Replicas, and as I said, the one company's coming out with the original series. I hope they come out with the next-gen model, because um, um, they're both so great. Um, I, I think I prefer the next-gen model a little, maybe, but the old series is incredible. You know, it just still stands up to today for that look and um, and the functionality. I mean, look at what we use, of course, with cell phones or, or you know, our touch screens, our iPhones and, and Androids. You know, they're not quote-unquote tricorders. They might be, you know, many more functions than just three, but they certainly do a lot. And they're palm-sized, palm you know, pocket-sized, and uh, we rely on them for our own away missions, for our own landing parties, for our own seeking out new life and new civilizations, right? As usual, I want to thank you guys. Thanks for listening. We love the comments. Keep them coming, the feedback. If you haven't subscribed already, you can do so. The freebies, the free, or the paid people for five bucks, four ninety nine a month. Either or, we appreciate it again. Live long and prosper. We'll see you soon.